Connecting you to the broadcasters, journalists, coaches, and game changers making today's news. Red 88. And now, another priceless pep talk from Peyton Manning. Bummed about football season coming to an end? Well, cheer up. There's plenty to look forward to. Like the press box. That's right. We'll be here every weekday on great radio stations around the state of Alabama and online 24-7 at PressBoxRadio.com. Mike Grace from the Breakline Optic Studios. Both Chris Stewart and J.D. Byers out today. So joined by Brad Law of the Auburn Sports Network and Chase Robinson of Northeast Alabama's Fox Sports 102.9 and 99.7. We head down to the Big Easy now in New Orleans and from WWL Radio. Also a part of the, uh, again, Mike Dettelier's NFL Draft Report. You can find him online, Mike Dettelier.com. Dot com. He is Mike Atelier of WWL New Orleans. Mike, great to have you with us here. Hey, man, you and I are about the same age, same generation. We remember the early days of the Saints. Remember the uh, the bags on the heads, the ain'ts even. And uh, for, for, for us, a guy named Sean Payton is a pretty special guy who brought that team a world championship. Yeah, no question about it. He changed the trajectory of this franchise when they were sort of flat on their back. Um, they had an owner that was looking to leave. Uh, I mean, okay, no matter how you want to cut it, Tom Benson was looking to get out. He was he wanted to go to San Antonio. And, um, you know, Sean came in, and he wasn't the number one pick now. Um, you know, uh, Tom Benson, he wanted Mike Sherman uh, back in 2006. And it was Mickey Loomis that sort of talked him into, let's hire Sean. He had no head coaching experience. Um, but man, he, he changed the trajectory of this football team and to go to three NFC championship games, to win a Super Bowl, um, to have the success that they've had is unbelievable. And to think that within a year, the two major components of that drew Brees and Sean Payton, they aren't here anymore. Yeah. Um, how much. I guess advance. Was there any thought or or any idea before the news broke yesterday, Mike, that this was coming? And if so, for how long was this thought to be a possibility? When I started hearing about it over the weekend, it made me wonder because uh, I left a profession that I had done for twenty eight and a half years. I was an engineer, and uh, Sean and I had a little talk about why. And so I knew he had an interest in, you know, why would you leave, how, and that sort of thing. And once I heard it, that he was thinking about it, uh, it reminded me of something I told him. Once you think about it, you're more than halfway there. And, and he sort of agreed. But Monday, I, I got word from a couple people that he is seriously considering this. And it wasn't the first time it's happened with him uh, that he had thought about maybe walking away. I, I knew it was really serious uh, for him. So it was, once I heard it, it, it reminded me a little bit of what had happened with me. And, and we had we had a conversation or two about it. And that he, he seemingly was very interested in that. And that told me that if he's thinking about it, he's more than halfway there. Do you see this as as something as he'll 
you know, take some time off, uh, try something else, and then maybe get back into coaching? Do you think uh, that? Oh that yeah, oh is, yeah. Is deep into uh, it where I'm, he I'm, con- to I'm convinced of that. That you know, yesterday he laughed about the fact I hear all these rumors about people contacting me. Nobody's contacted me. No, they don't have to contact you. That's why you got a, an agent or a lawyer. Okay, the networks don't have to contact you personally. They can contact the individual who handles all of that. Uh, he's going to do TV. I mean, I and then he added to it, I think I'd be real good at it. So, in essence, he's telling you without telling you that's his next stop. Um, I do think he does coach again. And now he can be selective. The The one advantage he had here was that he did not have a meddlesome owner uh, when Tom Benson was alive or, or Gail Benson. He didn't have an owner that was meddlesome, and he worked well with Mickey Loomis. Uh, You don't have to agree with everything that happens, but uh, I think you have a good relationship between uh, the GM, and he got carte blanche on a lot of things personnel-wise. I mean, you go somewhere else, he understands that's not the case. He was in Dallas before he was here. He saw what a meddlesome owner was like that wants to be – not only the owner, he wants to be the general manager. He wants to be the head coach. He wants to do everything because he wants all the credit. Uh, Sean didn't have that here. Now he's in a spot where he can do TV if it's for a year or two years, who knows, and then walk into a spot where he can sort of handpick. The Saints, Mike, what do they do as an organization next? I mean, they, they had to make other plans in 2012, but this this is different. Um, this time he's not coming back. So um, what are the early conversations about where the Saints will go next? I'd be really surprised if it was not Dennis Allen as the next head coach. Uh, you know, Dennis uh, kind of connects a lot of the dots. He's been here uh, for a number of years as the defensive coordinator, that defensive unit has been really good. Uh, he's got a great working relationship with the hierarchy, uh, in the saints organization. If it's Dennis Lauscher, Gail Benson, Mickey Loomis, he knows the breakdown of command. He's got a lot of respect in that locker room from other coaches and players. Uh, he has been a head coach before. Uh, with the Raiders, but they got a lot of guys that have been former head coach of the Raiders. Uh, they got a long list of them. Uh, and the fact that when Sean had COVID, Dennis stepped in against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and became the head coach. So I think he is a heavy, heavy favorite uh, to be the guy. Uh, I think they will talk to Aaron Glenn, uh, who at one time was part of the staff here. And has never been a head coach, but he does know the personnel very well, just like Allen. Uh, he knows the chain of command. And uh, I think one day Aaron Glenn is, is going to be a head coach in the National Football League. But I think Dennis Allen is the clear-cut guy at this stage to take over for Sean Payton. And uh, just, you know, looking at the uh, the Saints overall, what is it going to take uh, for for this Saints team to be, you know, back in it to be, you know, competing in the playoffs to uh, to you know maybe to to make it all the way? What is just the the program of the Saints as a whole? What's it going to take to to get them kind of moving forward? Better find you a quarterback. 
<laughs> because he's not on the roster. You you better go out and, and try to acquire one uh, in a trade. And so I, I think that's first and foremost, that that spot is just a wide open uh, position. You think you look at Taysom Hill, come on. Uh, he's he's back to being a utility player. He's a very good one now. I want him on my football team, but I don't want him as a starting quarterback. Uh, Trevor Simeon's a journeyman backup, and he's a good backup quarterback in the NFL, but he's not a starter. Ian Book is a project player. <clears throat> okay, the jury's still out on Jameis Winston. He did some good things, some things he struggled with uh, early on in 2021. Uh, what we don't know is what's going to be the philosophy, if it is a Dennis Allen. What his philosophy is about the quarterback position. But it don't take a rocket scientist to figure this one out. Look at your championship games this weekend. Look who's playing. Mahomes, Joe Burrow in the AFC. In the NFC, okay, you got a little bit more of question marks. I don't think anybody questions Stafford's talent, but he had been saddled on a bad team in Detroit. And now he's got you to the NFC championship game. With Jimmy G, you can perform him all you want, and a lot of people have, and so have I. And he makes some throws. You say, what the hell are you thinking of? But, man, down the stretch, he makes a couple plays or two. Man, he, he's he got the heart of a burglar. I mean, you know, you know, he's got no fear about making a throw. Three of those four guys are championship-type quarterbacks. And this team doesn't have that. So you've got to go out and get one. Uh, it's not going to come via the draft. And I really believe that in this spot, the big question mark is what is going to be the philosophy of the new head coach once he hits being the guy? And he might have a lot of credentials, but that's nothing like being a head coach. I lived next to one for almost 30 years. And like you said, hey, listen, I was a really good coordinator. I had to find out what it was to be the boss of everything in a big room. And it's difficult, a lot more difficult than you might think. This is not high school football. It's not college football. And a lot of those guys that have had success, even in college, they struggle with it mightily when you're in the NFL. Because these players are, wait a minute, I'm making more money than you. What you going to do telling me, you know, about yeah. how to do this game? you got to have that respect in the locker room. And the one thing I give Sean Payton tremendous credit for was his ability to adapt to the different times that he was a hard nose, kick you in the butt, scream at you. Deuce McAllister told us last night they almost got into a fight a couple times because he was pushing Deuce. And Deuce was like, wait a minute, I've been to the Pro Bowl. I've done this and that. And you all over me, you know, uh, for stuff. Uh, but I think he evolved throughout the years. And to hear uh, Alvin Kamara said, man, he's a player's coach. Uh, you wouldn't have heard that in 2006, 7, 8, or 9. That wasn't the case. He His ability to adapt to the new kind of world of players, I think it was his greatest asset as a coach. 
Mike, really quickly here, a couple of minutes or so left, just to follow up to those quarterback comments. It, it's a QB league. You, you have to have a quarterback, as, and you laid out the, the playoff results um, as evidence of that. But if you look at this division, the people in Atlanta are talking about Matt Ryan and whether or, or not he'll be back. People in Tampa are talking about whether or not Brady will be back. This is a division that if you can get that QB, um, there's a potential for it to be wide open going forward even next year and beyond yeah it's the biggest question mark for because i do think brady comes back for one more year um and uh, i think because of salary cap and other reasons i think ryan returns what's going to be the future of the nfc south at quarterback okay there is no quarterback in waiting in atlanta there is no quarterback in waiting uh in tampa bay uh, there is no quarterback, you know, in Carolina. I mean, they gave this Sam Darnold, you know, uh, a spot, and it, it just didn't work out real well. And now there's the, the hole in New Orleans. And so, yeah, I agree. If you can find the right one, and let's say even if he's 31 years old or 32, you've got a long run with a question mark across the board in the NFC South for the next five, six, seven years. Because most likely, those voids will have to be filled by the NFL draft. And that's a little bit of a hit-and-miss issue, uh, unless you get a real early pick uh, to select one of those uh, top quarterbacks coming out. So it's a great point, and it's a great point for all four teams. Mike Dettelier, Mike Grace here. I'll wrap up final minute or so. Uh, I'll make you the GM of the Saints, uh, and you need a quarterback. Uh, there's rumors that Baker Mayfield could be up for a, a, a trade. Derek Carr from the Raiders. Aaron Rodgers is out there. Who's Mike Dettelier going after to be the next Saints quarterback? I would go after Russell Wilson. I'd give up a couple first-round picks, um, a future second, who knows what else. But I think he would be a great fit in this offense, especially if they keep uh, Pete Carmichael as offensive coordinator. Curtis Johnson, passing game coordinator. I, I think, for me, it would be Russell Wilson. I think he'd be a great fit uh, for the Saints. And I think, you know, everything has a bit of an expiration date. And I think the expiration date has passed for him in Seattle with him and Pete Carroll. Yeah, I think Saints fans would absolutely love that. And uh, Mike Dettelier, thanks so much. Hey, I know you do so much work on the NFL draft. You're going to be in Mobile next week? Well, for a little bit, but I got work in the evening in New Orleans on WWL. So, Absolutely. Yeah. But, I, but I will try to make it there. Well, uh, well, again, thanks so much for your time, man. We appreciate your insight uh, from New Orleans, and we'll have you inside the press box with us again soon. Thanks a lot, guys. Y'all take care. You're so welcome. Again, online, MikeDetillier.com. MikeDetillier.com. He's got his uh, NFL draft report. He's on Twitter, at MikeDetillier. And again, does the Saints report. You can find that at SaintsReport.com and hear him every evening on New Orleans, WWL, AM, and FM. A quick timeout. We're back to wrap up this Wednesday with a bottom line next inside the Press Box. Time now for the bottom. 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 
The Bottom Line. It is The Bottom Line on this War Eagle Wednesday, episode number 263 of the program. Mike Grace with my thanks today to uh, Mike Dettelier, WWL, AMFM in New Orleans, chatting with us. Justin Ferguson of the Auburn Observer. Find his work online, auburnobserver.com. And the great Jimmy Stein, again, who talked with us about Alabama for On 3 Sports. Find all of those guys and our guys at Brad Law on Twitter, AU Brad Law. And Chase, it's at Chase WKXX, Chase Robinson from Northeast Alabama's Fox Sports 102.9 and 99.7. I think Saints fans can get behind Russell Wilson, fellas. Oh, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, why. And why not? Why? Because you are uh, to, to that point. Whether or not Matt Ryan plays with the Falcons next year and Tom Brady plays with the Bucks next year, what about three years from now? Hmm. They're going to be there three years from now. Yeah. You have an opportunity now to lay a foundation with the Saints in both the coaching hire and the quarterback position uh, to be the force in that division. That's six games every year against those three opponents um, that, you know, you, you can set yourself apart as the leader with the moves made this offseason. Yeah, you know, I really hadn't thought about Russell Wilson to the Saints until he, he, he said that a minute ago, but I think that'd be a great move, and, and that is something the Saints need uh, is, is a good quarterback, that guy on the, uh, to lead on the field. So it'll be interesting to see what moves they make and, and, and first uh, who ends up being the next Saints head coach. Chase, with you being in the north half of the state, I know uh, there's a lot of folks up there that, that follow the Titans, uh, me too as well. And, I, you know, I wonder about Ryan Tannehill. Look, the Titans got off their pocketbook. They, they gave him a boatload of money uh, just a season or two ago. But we saw this past weekend, I mean, is Ryan Tannehill – the guy that's going to take the Titans to a Super Bowl. Yeah, I think that's a big question moving forward. And, and you know, yeah, that is the, the team I keep up most with in the NFL as well, the Tennessee Titans. And and there was so much excitement with the Titans this year. Uh, and then it, it kind of leveled out Saturday night. But, uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see uh, the moves they make as well. It will be indeed. And, uh, again, our thanks again. Chase, thanks so much for being here, man. Uh, you're welcome anytime inside the press box. And thanks for having us on Northeast Alabama's Fox Sports 102.9, 99.7. Uh, we'll have you back soon, okay? Hey, thanks so much. I really enjoyed it. You bet. Again, uh, you can hear him this afternoon. Northeast Alabama's Fox Sports 102.9, 99.7 every weekday afternoon. And Brad Law, again, as we mentioned, uh, J.D. Byers having surgery today. Thoughts and prayers yep. with him. Hopefully doing better. We'll try to get an update and have uh, some news for him uh, on him tomorrow. Uh, he'll still be out for a while. So Brad will be back with us tomorrow and Friday while J.D. recuperates. Should have Chris Stewart back tomorrow if he can uh, get through his hangover from uh, from, from Athens, Georgia uh, over the weekend. He's got his Alabama Crimson Tide and the Baylor Bears to look forward to this weekend, so that should be fun. So, Bradford, thank you, my man. We'll see you tomorrow inside thank the press you. box. Yep, have a great day. You bet.